And we're live. Hey guys, what's going on? It's uh, Jamie, Dean, and Kylie coming at you live from all over the world right now. Um, love and life. And today, the topic I love this, who am I? Um, it's been a long road, guys. Like, when did we start our accreditation? Do you remember what month? November. 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 It's been six months. Like, what a journey. What a road. Thinking back, we were just having a little conversation about about niches and the people we want to connect with and the people we want to talk to, and um, yeah, I think I think there's some some big questions that are going to come up here. I know me and my old industry, the people that I connected to the most in there were the people that didn't want to be there and didn't want to be in that same industry. And we all had the same questions. We all wanted to have these these conversations and figure out who are we and like what are we about. And the biggest thing I love with this question is when you ask somebody who they are and what they do, the number one answer they'll tell you is their job. That's the, that's the first thing people will usually say. They're like, Oh, well I'm, I'm a lawyer or I'm a doctor or I'm a this. And that, I think that's really interesting because there was one question that we asked when we like learned, learned um, coaching or we started to be coaches and, it, and it's, it's more, along the lines of asking someone like who they are rather than like what they do. And uh, yeah. yeah, I'd love to delve into this a little bit more. How, what are you guys' thoughts on that? Do you find that too? When you meet someone and the first thing is like, what do you do? That's always the first question, right? I, I mean, I've been certainly probably guilty of asking it and I've definitely been guilty of answering that way. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah, Dean. It's interesting because you go to a you go to a party and that's the first. It's almost like a way to gauge where you are in the the it's like society hierarchy, right? Because if you say like, oh, you know, I'm a lawyer, so I like, oh, okay, and then it kind of triggers this pathway to other possibilities, like you know, oh, he's quite nice, oh, he's probably got wealthy, oh, he's quite respectable, all oh, that stability, security. And the same is for blokes as women as well. It's almost like it's a way to gauge where they are and if we're compatible or not. Because as sad as it is, if, you, if you're quite low down, if you've got like um, a job that's not, you know, not, it's respected, but it's, it's not deemed in this kind of light that how we, how we perceive it, then the conversation could you know very quickly and that's a sad reality it's not it's not a case of i like you because you're cool or i get on with you or i enjoy talking to you it's a case of ah yeah maybe it's almost like the caste system it's like the the first world caste system so yeah identity is huge but i what i find interesting is if you cling on to that i am a lawyer i am a a banker i am a, a plasterer or whatever the case may be what happens when you lose your job who are you then you're, you're you lose um, your identity yeah yeah right and D- and dean's so right you know when you're speaking about the party thing or even in the workplace people hubble together so you're at a party and you see like one corners this group of people one quarters that group of people you see it in the workplace you know all the pas and secretaries stay together and you know talking about law but all the doctors all the lawyers stay together and a few doctors 
surgery all the do- and you see these people like huddled together and I guess it is going into that comfort zone isn't it I I identify it as this so I'm comfortable in this level mm-hmm. and heaven forbid I go out and go to that other tribe they might reject me because I'm not I'm not what they are yeah like, oh no we can't stand over there next to the cleaners or oh, what will people think of me it's quite pathetic, but I think it—I think it happens on quite an unconscious level. I don't think we're even—I think we might be aware of it for a second, and then it kind of becomes like autopilot. Mm-hmm. Not for everyone, but for some, absolutely. You see it in parties. You see it, it's a pattern that always merges, and then there's kind of the floaters that kind of like—they're like free spirited, and they're just like people for people's sake, rather than like people because of their you know, salary tag or, you know, what department they work in or where they are in the, the company hierarchy. Yeah. There were um, two times in my life where I, I felt that, um, I, I guess you'd call that difference, that hierarchy. And one time was when I went, uh, I traveled to Australia and I was working, one of the jobs I was working on a street collecting money for charities or whatever, right? And I was working there, having a pretty good time, like doing my thing, chatting with people and just like loving life. And I stopped this one guy, big dude, like big, big guy. And we started chatting and he was like really interested in like me and what I was doing and where I had come from and like all this different stuff. And we just started chatting and he was just like in awe about the fact that I had like dropped everything, quit my job, left Canada, came to Australia and did all this stuff. And I found out that he was an NHL hockey player. He was a professional hockey player and he was sitting there in awe about my life and what I was doing. And he was, to, to me, to him, I was free. I was free of everything and he was trapped in what he was doing. And it was such an unbelievable switch. I bet you any one of us that idolize our, our football players or hockey players or sports players or or um, musicians, anything, we hold them all up here. And those people are just the same as us. And whether whether you're doing anything, making millions of dollars a year, if you're feeling trapped, you're feeling trapped. Yeah. And when that, when I had that conversation yeah. with that guy, man, I wish to this day that I, I remembered his name and like knew who he was because it was like such an amazing aha moment. And then the second time I had that scenario I, was when I went to Mexico in my van and I was driving down and it was like the conversations I have from people who'd see my old beat up van and they'd want to come hear my story and hear about me just again, dropping everything and like driving across the country. It's that whole dropping everything that people are just like, oh, like you can do that. You can just let sure. everything go. But in that sense, Jane, what's quite interesting. Sorry, my, sorry, go on. Sorry, my live cut there. So I interrupted <laughs> no, no, you. No, no, sorry. no, 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 no. That's. The, the, that's just the point that it's just like it's that dropping of everything it's that like letting go that people really like they kind of like want to connect with because mm. i feel a lot of people are trapped they're absolutely trapped. but what's quite interesting is the idea that you're you have no identity where you're going right mm. you've left it behind you're almost like a blank canvas and people are like more intrigued because they don't know who you are from Adam. And it's like, so where's he come from? What's he, what's he done? Has he kind of robbed a bank? Has he, has he got some skeletons under the floorboard somewhere? I mean, I, you know, it might sound strange, but 
you know, there's a curiosity with drifters and strangers and travelers and backpackers where they're almost reinventing themselves, especially that's what I, I was doing. And it, it's true that, you know, when you, when you go to a place and you show up out of nowhere, just a van and a puff of smoke, it's like, Oh, there's an identity here. There's a guy that we don't know. What's his story? What's he done? Where's he? See what I mean? And there's, in a sense that, yeah, like at a party, you want to know people's identity, but here it's almost like an identity that they don't know, but they're going to take you on face value, but they don't know anything Have about it. Have you ever experienced that, Dean, about the like reinventing yourself when you travel? I know, I know that was a draw to me because like I'd be someone mm. where I lived and all my friends would see me a certain way. And I felt like I always had to live to be that person, whether I was like the partier, or the guy that could like drink the most or do whatever, chug the fastest beer. It's like, that's, that's who my friends and peers knew me as. But when I traveled and went somewhere else where nobody knew me, I could be the fastest reader. I could be, you know what I mean? You can like recreate yourself however you really want to be. And I know for me, that was an amazing thing. And maybe that's what these other people are sensing too, that you run into. It's not only do they not know you, but they can sense that this person is kind of like reinventing themselves. This person mm-hmm. doesn't really do this. Like me in the van story, a month before I bought my van, my best friend had a van like that too. And I was like, you wouldn't catch me dead in that thing. And now I'm living in it. You know what I mean? It's yeah, it's fun. But yeah. if we were talking to clients, we would be asking them like, "Who do you believe you are?" And then we would get some kind of answer. You know, whether it was a bold statement as "I'm a lawyer" or "I'm a doctor" or "I am not enough" or "I am the person that doesn't finish something," and then we would be tapping down as to the whys, how that's come about, and and on what that means to that that person you know why they believe that you know what events have happened so if I was to say that to you guys now do you feel like you've got the full picture of who you are or do you feel like you're still building because I do I feel like I've shed a load of layers and like Jamie I've used this statement quite a few times that I feel like I've got a blank canvas and it's kind of there to be painted and I feel like I'm 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 only now just starting to put the jigsaw together as to who I am. So where are you guys on that that journey? Dean, where you at, buddy? Hmm. Well, I'm a coach now, which I I wasn't I would dare say a word that I've been kind of tiptoeing around is entrepreneur. Because mm. I've always been a bit frightened of it. It's almost like a, a level which is always been above me. And something that I, you know, that, you know, that guy from Romford, the working class lad, will never reach, will never. But that's in my head, right? It's no one else <laughs> thinking that, you know, and they've got other things on their plate. But in my mind, that's the, so I kind of am tapping into that. And yeah, almost like a traveller, I've always identified as that, you know, since I was 22. And I'll, I'll never ditch that because that's, a part of who I am, my identity. Um, yeah, a creative then, soul, a writer, someone who wants to bring people together, a community leader. I mean, that's something that I'm growing into. So, yeah, I'm just like um, molding and shifting and adapting all these 
I don't know. And I was especially say, when I'm looking up to people and being inspired by people, it's almost like I'm adopting. Absolutely. It's, yeah. I think for, for everyone, for us three, for everyone watching, you're not rigid. You're always going to be changing and shifting and molding and, you know, and if you're into different things and hobbies and you're going to pick up different passions and you're going to go all over the place, you know, there's enough for you to be spread. It's not just you've got to focus on one area. That's my take anyway. No, I love that. And you, Jamie? I feel like I am right at the beginning. I feel like I'm at the beginning of my journey, really. It was like, yeah. I mean, that's the easiest way to explain it. It's like with, and it's interesting though, it's like I'm at the beginning of this journey and it's like, I have all of this knowledge, but there's so much that I have to like still let go of that, that I'm finding a lot is that I'm still, mm -hmm. whenever I get like scared or I'm unsure, I'm still grabbing on to like that old self and that old part of me. And it's that part I just want to like break free of. And I mean, literally me like selling my house is like the ultimate of like breaking free. It's, it's crazy. I didn't really, I didn't really realize how much weight like this decision has on like me and like moving forward and stuff like that. I didn't, I thought very lightly on it. I'm like, so what I'm selling a house, it's not a big deal, but it's like what it represents and like the part of my life mm -hmm. it represented and how I'm going to be moving forward and where I'm going. It's um, I think it's a lot bigger than I actually like let sink in. Uh, so for me, I, I, I believe this is like the start. This is like where I'm going to define myself. And when somebody asks, it's like, who are you? It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm just a traveler. I'm just new. I'm just trying to figure my life out. You know, like, I don't know who I am right now, but um, I just want to be, I guess the idea is I want to go back to just, I, I just want to be good. And what good means to me is just being like a wholesome person that just wants to make the world a better place. And I want to start from something like that and start like living that, like walking the walk. You know what I mean? And I feel especially like going into the van scenario, the amount of like freedom, the amount of time and the amount of like no worries in the world that comes along with that lifestyle is just like, it's very freeing and it's, it's, it's going to be exciting to do, but um, yeah. So I'm just at the beginning and it's just like, just yeah. like a baby again, <laughs> just soaking it all in. But the thing is, is like you said, you don't know who you are. Then let's re-engineer the question. So who are you not? Well, I'm, yeah, who am I not? I'm definitely not a industrial mechanic, which is defined by, I used to define my job. I'm not, um, I'm not that person. I don't want to be that person that takes so much weight on like what other people say. You know what I mean? I don't want to be that person that lives for somebody else, which again, going through this whole journey, the, this whole coaching journey, I used to be the person that I was like, I don't care what people think. And going through this journey, I've realized that I do really care what others think to, to an extreme case. And I never, never realized it before. And I think it was more of me not wanting to believe that 
that's that was part of me and now it's like it's so crazy how even realizing it it's such a struggle to on a daily basis bring myself back and just be like who am i what do i want you know and it's like even with so for instance building the van right now i'm struggling with that because all these people are so excited to see what's going on with the van and what's happening and stuff and there's this part of me that's like oh my god i have to build this thing a certain way so that people are excited to see it and i have to stop and take myself back and be like what do i care about what do i want the van to be like what's exactly. most important to me and it's so crazy because i feel that anybody in my position would think that way and so like why am i worried about like what other people think why do I like I could live in the damn thing how it is right now with no insulation and no walls on it. That's what I could do. I'd be fine like that. So what do I care if there's like beautiful cedar trim and all this crazy stuff that I see on Instagram? And that that's an interesting one right there. It's because I see it. And I see what people are liking and I see what people like. Oh, wow. That's amazing. So I think. So guys, if I could ask both of you, who are you? but no no titles in terms of business as in like coach entrepreneur like to the core of you because I'm thinking I want to answer that like I'm Kylie I I'm a goddamn fighter I can go to my lowest and I can pick myself up even when I think that I can't, I, I can, I can dig deep and I can do that. I'm an empath and I'm proud and I don't think that makes me weak. I'm proud of that. I am, I like to go above and beyond for people because that brings me joy. And I know that's a little bit selfish, but seeing someone else happy brings me so much joy. And they're things that I am and that I'm proud of who I am. Like no title about jobs or, so who are you? No jobs, no job titles. Uh, I'm Dean, and I am an international playboy. I am creative, individualistic, oh, that's a mouthful, Ooh. individualistic, powerful, and in a seeker of truth a seeker of light and love you sound like a god like some greek god <laughs> <laughs> i meant that seriously oh, okay. I'll that. yeah but yeah creative seeker of truth i i, I want to i think that's important to me and to be a uh, an individual at times and also to care about the collective also but there's a there's a, a nice correlation between both one doesn't outweigh the other i Jamie? see that new dean i agree with that i like that um i'm jamie and i'm a doer i think that 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 nice. that one word if it it's yeah it's the one thing i can do it's like when I look back to all these things I've done in my life, it's just because I've, I've done it and it's not, I wouldn't call myself a goal setter. I wouldn't say that I like strive for excellence, but when the time comes, it's like, I'll do an imperfect action, 
it's like those are the things I'm finding right now are uh, are my my strengths, and uh, yeah, it's it's nice it's nice to have that one word that one that one word that, that just sums it up. It's like want something done, let's do it, let's get her done. Jamie's your man. <laughs> so if you had a client that came to you and said, "Guys, I'm I'm feeling lost. I've got no idea who I am." And I'd quite like to know who I am. Like, how what? How would you go about that? What would you? What? I know we don't give advice, but what guidance? What kind of questions might you ask? Hmm. I would. I would probably start with their beliefs, because I, I feel that if they're lost or they don't, they're kind of directionless or they're stuck. They're probably being bombarded by advice from people. And there's probably something that's limiting them in the sense that it's quite cloudy. The road ahead is foggy. And I, I talk, I'm only talking from my own experience here as well, is that I, I just ended up in this like downward spiral. And yeah, I would kind of find my way out and it'd be like a maze. I was, I was in a maze and I'd find one way and I think, oh, great, I'm going to you know, this job or this uh, this decision is going to lead somewhere. And all of a sudden there's another wall and I'm like, oh, so I have to go back. And it's like, oh, fuck, I'm back here again. But I don't know where I am in the maze. I'm just kind of just going around and just, I don't know. But then I think there comes a point where you just sit in the maze and you just think, I'm just going to stay here because <laughs> I'm just walking around getting lost. So I would kind of say, I kind of ask, how did they get to this point? You know, what what decisions did they make to get to this point? Because they must have made some decisions. And at that time, they were probably doing things that they thought was best for them. So maybe there's a way to say, like, well, you've challenged yourself before and you've got here. So what can you draw upon from, from that experience and take on into the next place? Because we've, all, we've been on a journey. So I think it's just about confidence and building up that belief in themselves and just kind of asking them like, well, you've come here, you know, you may be 30, 40, 50. You've got this far. So let's draw upon what you've learned and the tools and techniques and just know that this is this is not permanent. You know, this is just a, a phase, a fad. You know, you've got over these stages before, you've got through other things in your life. Let's get through this as well and let's make a plan. Let's map out your passions, what you're into, what you don't like, what makes you tick, the kind of yeah. people you want to hang around with. Let's kind of that's just map it all out and go from there and then we'll just run with it and see what happens. I love that brutal assessment of like exactly what makes me tick, what do I don't I like, what, what will I and will I not compromise on and you know, what do I, don't, don't I want out of life? And then that, let's build on your strengths, but let's also make a list of stuff that you've never done before and always wanted to. Let's let's, let's go yeah. try it. Let's go find some other things that are outside of that comfort zone and like build on that part too. Yeah, because I think at that point, they're focusing on, it's not going right. I'm lost. I'm fed up. I'm, I, I, used, to I used to focus on it so much that I wasn't, I would love a coach to have just tapped me on the shoulder and go, Dean, what are you not seeing? What are you not focusing on right now? 
because that focus was on the negatives, the loss, the stuck, the directionless, no one's going to help me, I'm going to be in this job forever, rather than seeing that actually there's opportunities everywhere. And all it takes is talking to one person or making one decision and everything changes. That domino goes and they all they all fall. Yeah. I think the a big thing that I find to help people in like seeing those things that they don't see is taking money out of the equation. I always love the the million dollar question. Actually it has to be like the ten million dollar question though. It's like if, if money wasn't an issue, what would you be doing tomorrow? Because I find that so many of us, it's like the struggle. It's not just to survive anymore, but it's to make money. Like, and it's like whether no matter what the reasons it's maybe people need to make money to buy the same car as their neighbor or whatever. It's all money driven. And that's just what like defines how somebody is living their life whether it's actually aligned with like what they want or what their values are or not. And so I really love taking that out of the equation, just be like, let's sit down, let's have a talk and money, just money doesn't even exist anymore. Like, what would you be doing when you woke up tomorrow? And to hear people talk about, you know what, I would just wake up to the sun and I'd go out and I'd put my hands in the dirt and I'd start gardening. And I'm like, Oh, what do you do right now? I'm an accountant. It's like, Okay, so that might not align, you know, it's like, if, if you want to touch the earth, and you want to be part of the earth, and you want to do this, like, okay, let's discover that, let's delve into that, let's like, get you excited about it. And um, I've learned too, that it's, so say someone says that you don't just stop and go up to them and be like, okay, quit your job and be a gardener. It's like, that's, that's not it. But it's a start to the journey where they just like, they start connecting with that feeling of why, why do I want to be a gardener? Why do I love touching the smelling the flowers and stuff like that and um it's those things like even like some people are like I, I just wish i could play my guitar every day like music like these things in life right and then there might be that person out there that's a gardener and is like man i wish i could just punch numbers into a spreadsheet all day oh i would love that this backbreaking work gardening is just killing me so like that's the thing is like not planting planting those seeds but not but letting them do it you know, I, and when money isn't part of the equation, I think it's it's a lot easier to to make those decisions. And I love those visualization techniques. I mean, we we all had this question asked to us when we were doing our coaching accreditation of who do you need to become to make that change, and really stepping into that future self and visualizing like those qualities and those resources. I, I know were a massive help for me because I actually started to visualize someone that I, I didn't even know could exist within me. Yeah, oh, really? that's a powerful one. Mm. Who do you need to become? Yeah. Yeah. Who do you idolize? How would they go about this situation? That's a powerful one. Yeah. You know, if you've got your idol and then you basically come out of your head and you step into their shoes and then you're looking at it from a completely different point of view, that is that can be a, a huge breakthrough, an absolute huge one. Another one I, I think that goes lovely, like side by side with James is um, not only the money question, but if you couldn't fail, what, yeah, would, you what would you attempt? Because yeah. I think they're the two, think they're the two like anchors out there. And, you know, if you can combine those questions together somehow, because failure is, I, I mean, 
I think every, well, I'm not going to say that word. I think most people would have been through that and, you know, rejection, failure, money, they're the, I think they're the free catalysts. I mean, that's one of the first questions I start with in nearly all my coaching sessions because we get something to then come out of the client that mm-hmm. they wouldn't normally say. You know, what would you do? What would you attempt to do if you knew you couldn't fail? I mean, yeah. that's something that we don't give ourselves the space to really sit down and think about and visualize no. and, and yeah. hear and like feel. Um, and then when you've got that, you've got something to work with because. You're getting to the essence of why someone might feel a little bit stuck. And, you know, Jamie mentioned it earlier, you know, that accountant gardener situation. Well, if you're sitting at a desk all day, punching in numbers, looking at a spreadsheet, but where you really want to be is outdoors with nature and and and, and that that's your happy place, then you're not going to be aligned. No. Yeah. But what's interesting as well is that uh, the beauty around those questions is the fact that you're allowed, you're giving the client permission to drop that expectation, to drop that pressure. They can leave that at the door and they get a free punch, right? It's like walking into a boxing ring and having a free punch at someone because they, you know, it's like a, an opportunity just to like, go on, just tell me just what's on your mind. Tell me what it is without that pressure of money rejection and failure. And they're going to come out with some, I think, some weird and wonderful wacky things i think that's uh, a super powerful question go on jamie and you're going to say th- something then i think that a coaching session is almost like uh, a one hour window to be able to redefine yourself if someone came into a coaching session with that idea that it's like i'm going to come into this and i'm going to check myself at the door and i'm going to reinvent myself during this session I'm going to open up. I'm going to say the things that I really want to say that I might not say to my friends or those other people. And that's what I found talking to each other as coaches and stuff like that. Especially when we we first met, we first started the program, the amount that people were opening up and the amount that people were saying to each other that they might not have ever said to a single soul before was unbelievable. Well, that's it. You're finally in a safe space, right? Someone's asked you that question and no one's going to laugh at you. No, you're not going to you're not going to be rejected. You know, no one's going to, you know, stamp all over your dreams. No one's going to laugh at you. You can be as bold and whatever can come out. This is your space. This is your time. And I guess I guess it's that safety, right? That you you know that whatever comes out, it's okay. You can say that in this space. Mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's powerful as well because to have someone, one, just to keep that space and two, to be there in your corner and, and just be neutral about it. You know, there's no tires, there's no biases, there's no uh, interconnecting relationships. It's just, you know, you can say it. Just say it. Whatever you, whatever you got, just say it. You know, and, uh, and that's, you know, this, uh, people people maybe don't feel that they have the opportunity or the, um, the trust to do that possibly because it gets a bit more complicated when you know people. And to have someone that you know that is there in your corner, I'm using a lot of boxing analogies, sorry. But to have that and, you know, to say like, you know, don't worry, 
after the bell goes, you're going to come back. We're going to have a chat about it. I'm going to give you a few more, maybe something you're not kind of seeing, and go out there and do it again, you know, and, you know, win that round. And that's it. That's the extra cherry on top, right? Not only are you talking about something that you might be afraid that other people might reject or laugh at or whatever, but you're actually going to be working on it. Like, this is something that could actually, when you, you start to take the layers back this could be something that you really want and the, this is where this is the direction you want to go in so that means that's what we're going to be working towards now so it's now yeah. about making that that dream a reality mm. mm-hmm. yeah no it's yeah it's amazing and i think that's the big thing is with this who am i if anybody like gets the opportunity to come into a coaching session with someone it's like just remember that like you're whoever you want to be in that session. You make, you make the calls, you make the decision because there's nobody else in there. That's, that's telling you who you need to be. And that's, I think that's kind of one of the essence, essences, essence, I, <laughs> the essence of coaching. <laughs> Here I am making up words, put that in the English dictionary. <clears throat> it's I'll a great up, word. I'll ring up to that tomorrow. Essence, I. <laughs> Inside, since I say, <laughs> <laughs> mm. we'll get a right. t shirt. Mm-hmm. Oh, t shirts, sweet, awesome. Yeah, I mean, that that's it. The the question, who am I? It's uh, it's a pretty pretty amazing one. I think I think it's yeah. a good thing to open up when you meet someone and just be like, oh. who are you? Exactly. Ask ask someone that when you first meet them. Who and I think you? what would be interesting is those that are watching on the replay or live. Put yours in the comments. Yes. Like, sorry, what other one, what other people say? Like we've told you ours. Like this is a safe space, and you know I'll be looking through the comments anyway. So if there's anyone getting a bit sarky, don't worry. I've I've got a silver tongue on me when I, I know I'm nice, but that you know I won't I won't stand for none of that nonsense. So yeah, be be bold, be brave, and uh, tell us who you yeah. are. Yeah, and and that and Dean's right because also us seeing your comments that gives us an opportunity to grow and know what you guys maybe want us to talk about next and what's on your mind. So um, please, please comment. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. And if you feel like being snarky, like come at one of us, and like Dean said, we'll we'll straighten you out. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we'll do awesome, the old guys, that was. <laughs> um sweet guys cool that was that was awesome um if you guys rather uh check us out on podcast podcast come check out the freedom coaches um and youtube if you guys want to check us out there and check out our old uh our older material and even yeah let us know how we're doing what you want to hear like dean said it's like all the feedbacks good feedback so um, awesome okay guys until uh, next Monday, have a good week and so um, catch you later. Bye. Adios. Ciao.